Welcome to Laws of Legacy. I'm your host, Delana Barbie, the around the way lawyer. I help everyday entrepreneurs like you protect, build, and secure their assets and leave a lasting legacy. Each week, I'll bring you information on the legal, financial, business, and other topics to take you from hustler to boss. If you're down for the ride, buckle up and listen in. Before we jump into this episode, remember, even though I'm a lawyer and legal topics may be discussed, this is not legal advice and I'm not your lawyer. This is general educational information to get you thinking. Speak to a lawyer if you have any questions about your specific situation. And with that, let's get going. Ownership, according to yourdictionary.com, means the total body of rights to use and enjoy a property, to pass it on to someone else as an inheritance, or to convey it by sale. One surprising moment for many this year was when Nick Cannon was let go from the show that he has hosted since it started 15 years ago, which, as most people know, is called Wilding Out. Many people wondered, how could that be? Didn't he own the show? Well, it was apparently revealed that he did not have ownership over the show. And in fact, Viacom International owns the registered trademark for the show. According to an NPR article by Andrew Limbong, Nick Cannon said, Based on trust and empty promises, my ownership was swindled away from me. Nothing in the article clarified how that happened, but if those assertions are true... There could have been verbal discussions that didn't make their way in the contract. Who knows? On another day, I'll talk about those boilerplate terms in a contract that people tend not to review, like those terms that say, hey, this agreement supersedes over any other agreements related to the subject matter, whether oral or written, meaning that the terms of the agreement are the agreement on this subject matter, and that's no matter what else has been said. This episode isn't about this particular situation at all, but I wanted to start it out this way to highlight to you five ways you may unintentionally give up ownership. So number one, for my side hustlers, you may unintentionally give up ownership by commingling the work of your job and your side business, meaning that you are doing work on your side business while you're working on your regular job or using resources from your job to do work on your side business. Generally, what you do in the scope of your employment is owned by your employer. So using your job's devices, working on job time, et cetera, could lead to the risk that your job is going to assert that they have some ownership in what you created, especially if it's something that pops off, right? So you want to be sure that when you are doing a side hustle while you have a nine to five or nine to nine, seven to three, whatever your job is, that you are actually separating what you're doing for your side business from what you're doing for your employer, not working on company time on your side business, not using any of their materials, devices, anything. Keep that separate. The second way that you might unintentionally give up ownership is doing a joint project with someone else or another company and not documenting expectations. 
So I think one way we can really clarify this is, let's say you create something you expect to own and invite others to participate, but it was never your intention to have them own any piece of it. Well, is that documented? Is it clear that what it is that you've created is intended to be yours or your company's and that this other individual or this other company is only coming on to participate in something that you've created? If not, well, they can possibly assert that they have some co-ownership in that. An example might be that you created a podcast and maybe it's a podcast that you feel you own but you have other people participate in it in some way to create it. Maybe the individual is a co-host. You want to be sure that that is documented as to what the role is, that they are not going to own anything if that's not the agreement. So whenever you're doing anything together with someone else or another company, those expectations should definitely be documented so that there is no misunderstanding. Number three, another way that you may unintentionally give up ownership is signing an agreement that says what you're doing is a work for hire or otherwise assigning your rights to a party you're providing something to. And as an aside, there may be many instances where this is the relationship and this is correct. But if you are not intending to give up ownership, then you need to be careful about language that says this is a work for hire or some type of assignment. You may instead be looking for some type of license where you're creating something, but you're going to continue to own it and you may be giving the right for this other party to use it, but you're not giving the right to this other party to own it. If that's the understanding, then you want to make sure that the document that you're entering into has the correct language that makes it clear that it's a license, it's a right to use, but it is not the right for them to own it. They're not going to own it. They're not going to get that assignment of rights and it's not a work for hire. The fourth way that you may unintentionally give up ownership is by not having a confidentiality agreement, sometimes called a non-disclosure agreement or an NDA. Now, why is that? Your confidentiality agreement can help you clarify that when you are sharing confidential information, you are not giving up any rights or ownership over that confidential information. You can actually note there that the confidential information remains your property. You can also keep the third party, because now you have this contractual obligation in place for them, from sharing that information and risking that the information that you're sharing that you intend it to be confidential information is no longer considered confidential. So the confidentiality agreement is that protection to make it clear that what you're saying, this type of information is going to remain confidential information and they just can't go out and share it for any old reason. The fifth way that you may unintentionally give up ownership is by not documenting what is intended to be yours. So speaking of confidentiality agreements, your confidentiality agreement can be written broadly to protect information, whether or not it is noted as confidential information in there, but actually designating certain information as confidential can help. You want to try to avoid any ambiguity. 
So to the extent that you know there's certain information you're going to be sharing and that that is definitely going to be considered confidential information, you can put it in the confidentiality agreement. When you share it, you can also designate, note that it is confidential information. Also, in terms of documenting what is intended to be yours, in general, when you're working with a third party, just again, to avoid any misunderstanding, clarifying what is intended to be yours can help to avoid any dispute. So I've given you five ways that you may unintentionally give up ownership, but I also wanted to give a bonus as to one way you may limit ownership, and that's by not registering your trademarks. So if you have a mark that you're using that's you know not infringing on someone else's mark together with your goods or services, you may have certain common law rights to that trademark. But the common law rights are very limited in nature. So ideally, you would get a trademark registration, whether that's at the state level or the federal level, and your attorney can obviously advise you what makes sense, particularly if you're doing services or providing goods outside of just your state. You're probably looking at federal registration. But in any case, regardless, you want to be sure that, you know, you go ahead and register to get the broadest rights that you need for your business rather than just relying on common law rights, which would, again, limit you in your ownership. So just wanted to throw that one out there as a bonus as well. So again, as a summary, what we covered, we covered five ways you can unintentionally lose ownership. And those are by commingling the work of your job and your side business, doing a joint project with someone else or another company, and not having the expectations documented, signing an agreement that says that what you're doing is a work for hire or otherwise assigning your rights to the other party that you're working for when you did not intend that to be the case, not having a confidentiality agreement and not documenting what is intended to be yours. And again, as a bonus throughout one way that you may be limiting your ownership rights, and that is by not going ahead and registering your trademark. This topic of how not to lose ownership or limit your rights unintentionally is extremely important because as we talk about generational wealth, we have to know that what we are creating is actually ours to pass down. As mentioned, ownership is defined as the total body of rights to use and enjoy a property, to pass it on to someone else as an inheritance, or to convey it by a sale. I hope this was helpful for you today, and I hope you join me for the next episode. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a thing. And I'd love it if you take a moment to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to podcasts, because that'll help others to find the podcast. Lastly, if you missed anything at all, if you're looking for a link to something or someone I've mentioned, or just for more, visit our show notes page. The link is in the podcast episode description. Talk to you next time.